it's True Neutral. True Neutral. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. And it's been a week. Yes, it has. Uh, it's been actually uh, a day, two days since we tried to record this episode. <laughs> and we've changed recording setups yet again. Yeah, so we'll see how this one works. <laughs> it's okay. I have confidence. I have faith. I have lost all of both of those things. <laughs> How's it been? Uh, it's it's been fine. Uh, the last couple of days have been weird. Uh, so my partner and my youngest son went up to house sit mm-hmm. for her dad. And we can't leave the dog alone at all for any length of time or he gets out of the house, as I've talked about. Yes. Um, Otherwise, so, I would be dog sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I had to make sure, you know, I just, uh, I drove them up and came back down, and now I'm just hanging out. I I woke up this morning, and uh, I, like, was like, man, there's some stuff I could do. I kind of want to play Tears of the Kingdom, like... I just looked at my phone, and then I did that for, like, two or three hours. Yeah, you could have watched Cats the Musical. Yeah, I absolutely could have, but you know what I did? Nothing. Like, nothing productive. <laughs> I, I switched between apps and just scrolled for a little bit, and it was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know, having nobody that just needed anything. I didn't need to get up for anything else. Yep. I just... I didn't even get coffee that time. Yeah. Like, I just didn't get up for anything except to pee. I've done that, man. I've been there. That's actually kind of nice. Yeah. I Well, I just ne- have never really done that, and just having that zone-out time where I didn't... I just didn't have to worry about anything else. Because the dog's fine when I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as we're here in the house, the dog's fine. So, I, like... It really does feel pointless that I'm not up there, but I know if I wasn't here, it wouldn't be pointless, so... Yeah. Very true. Uh, also, my older son is uh, with his grandma until the other day. Another day. So, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I don't even have to worry about anybody else's food. Yeah. You know what I've eaten? Nothing. <laughs> Some coffee. Yeah. Lots of coffee. Yeah. Huh. Oh, and I've been smoking weed in the living room, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Feel like a rebel. Yeah. Feels neat. But I also cleaned the shit out of my house today after I sat around. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I organized my kitchen, I, like, I deep cleaned my oven, and, like, did, like, I started on that yesterday or the day before. I really, like, just topped it off, finished it today, mm-hmm. and, uh... And just am in the middle of deep cleaning my house. Like, it's taken me all day. I tried to lay down for a nap for a second. It just didn't work. <laughs> well, you know, these things will happen. Yeah. I actually, before I walked down here, I had to drag my ass up because I was about to fall asleep. <laughs> my body had decided nap time. And I'm like, no, no, I have things to do. I already planned to do things. Oh. <laughs> uh. Depending on what happens, I might take a nap after this. So, <laughs> yeah. 
After this, I'm going to have to make the boy and I dinner. By the time all that's done, it'll be the actual, like, bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going to take a nap and stay up late is kind of my plan. I'll Hopefully. probably end up staying up late, honestly. Because I have some Luigi's Mansion to finish. Ooh, yeah. Sizzle, sizzle. Yeah. I'm uh, on floor 10 now, so it shouldn't take me too much longer. You say that. I uh, do. I do say that. <laughs> if I, I wanted to, I could sit down and beat it before tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Uh, what 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 else have you been doing this this last week? Um, well, this last week was pretty average for the most part. Um, last night I did end up going out for a bit. It was a mutual friend of ours, Danny's birthday. Shout out, Danny. Hi, Danny. If you listen. I don't know if you listen, actually. I'm not sure. Hi, if you listen, Danny. We love you and happy Hi, birthday again. Happy um, late birthday. Sorry I wasn't there. But, uh, so that was fun, went out, sang some karaoke, ran into a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a bit, ran into some people that I have seen more recently as well, you know, it was just a good time. Yeah. All and, the people. Uh, but then... Aw. Uh-huh. But then... Aw. I, uh... I got a ride home, and I'm, like, tapping my pockets, can't find my keys. Tap, tap, no keys. Can't find my keys. So. Need those to get into the house. Yeah. To let the dog and, out. And I, I live in like a camper trailer and I, all my windows were shut, but they're also not the type, type of windows that you could just like crawl through. Right. Really. And me being the smart person I am, they're you know. They're small. I have both of my doors locked because I'm a smart person that locks their doors, you know. Yeah. So there's no way for me to get in. <laughs> At all. And I figured, I'm like, there's, like, basically two options. Either I accidentally left them at my parents' house when I was there, in which case I'm not getting them until the morning. There's no way. (laughs) Or they might be in my backpack, which was here. Yeah. In this room, in this very chair that I sit in. (laughs) And so I got a ride. I don't know how you didn't wake up, to be honest with you, because I got a ride down and, uh, like... I'm like, you can just pull off to the side on, like, the road. I'm like, he lives right there. Like, I'm going to go go down and uh, grab my bag or whatever. Right. Figure out my keys are in it. And she had to go off, like, and head home herself at that point. Because at this point, it's, like, almost 3 in the morning or whatever. Whoops. And uh, I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about me. I can get back to my house or whatever. So I, like, but she, then she just pulls into the driveway. <laughs> And I get out, and uh, then I come in through the back or whatever, um, and your dog just kind of leans around the corner and goes, "Woof!" <laughs> and I just I didn't even use his name. I was just like, "Shush!" And he just wags his tail and turns around and walks it back. <laughs> that's, I mean, it, I I know that he knows you, so that's probably <laughs> where that came from. But it is a little disheartening to know that's how easily he can be discouraged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was just like, woof, and I'm like, shush. And he was just like, woof, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good, good guarding. Hanzo made more noise than your dog did. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet Hanzo would fucking fuck up an intruder. 
He's Hanzo, a little cat. Hanzo met the car in the drive. Hanzo was sitting in front of the car as we pulled in. He was just like sitting there like, who are you and why are you at my house at this hour? Then <laughs> <laughs> I got out and he was just like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's late, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Then my keys weren't even in my backpack. Also, I don't wake up for shit. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't wake up for shit. Yeah, I it's, sent you a few texts. Yeah, I don't wake up for shit. Like, if I if it is time for me to go sleep, I sleep. You just know there's no other thing I do. It's sleep mm-hmm. time. Well, also, at the time I had messaged you, I also saw that it said that you had been online, like, less than an hour ago. It was like 45 minutes or something. I'm like, maybe he's still playing games, but his phone, like, he's just not on his phone, so he's not active online, but there's a chance he's still playing games or something. Takes a person on average, like, seven minutes to fall asleep? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I didn't, but there was a chance that it wasn't, you know, you could have just been not Not, on your phone. Fair enough. (laughs) If I had seen that you, like, last online three hours ago or something, I'd be like, yeah, Definitely he's asleep. Definitely asleep. Less than an hour ago, I'm like, there's a chance. <laughs> but no, you were asleep. Yeah. But yeah, I came down, got my bag. No keys. No keys. No keys. No keys, uh. So no I, key, uh. I ended up going and waking up my son's mom and sleeping at her house. So I had to get my kid in the morning anyways. <laughs> so... Next time you can just turn around and sleep on the couch. I said it off, uh, but I'll say it again. Like you, yeah. can, you can just sleep on the couch. Like you can just turn around next time. Like you don't gotta wake anybody else up. Just sleep. I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, there's a Derek here. <laughs> Why are you here? Lock myself out of my house. Yeah. Right. First time and hopefully the last time I ever do that because <laughs> that was goddamn ridiculous. Damn ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a little bit of news. I I know I know you were looking some stuff up, but I you tagged me in the the PS Five Spider Man Two mm-hmm. is coming, and they got some pictures out, including a Venom suit, which yeah, I would like you to get discuss. the symbiote suit. It's very clearly Peter in it. But yeah, it's the symbiote suit for yeah. sure. It gets some cool powers, it looks like. It looks like there's a big thing of, like, the symbiote pushing a car or something like that. Yeah. Um, You also clearly get Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, he's going to be a big part of the game because he's, like, you know, had his own game. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's... he's... I'm interested to see, like, is it going to be a co-op game or is it going to be, like, one of those, like, you tag off in between or, like, certain missions are done, kind of like the Peter-MJ swap in the first game? I think it's going to be more along those lines, and I think... Uh, the reason I want to talk about the symbiote suit is because I have a theory that uh, Peter's going to be the bad guy, effectively, for this one. Oh. Like, you might get to play as Venom Peter, but you're going to be doing bad guy things. Okay. Like, it's going to be that arc where the symbiote kind of takes over his mind a bit before he gets rid of it and Eddie Brock gets it. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think they might do that for, like, the first part of the game, but then the second half of the game, it's... He's going to, like... Like... So, Act 1 is Peter gets symbiote suit, starts acting weird and whatnot. Act 2 Miles, is like... Miles takes him down at the beginning of Act 1. Um, 
No, I'm thinking like like the it's the game starts with how he gets the suit and everything, and then like it oh, okay. gradually uh, right, is right, going right, to corrupt right, him. Right, okay. And then Act Two is going to be like Peter's villain arc, where Miles ends up taking him down, and then he loses the symbiote suit. But then Eddie Brock finds it, and then Act Three will be a whole thing where they team up to fight Venom. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with this. I think this would be a fun we game. We also get a snippet of Craven the Hunter. Oh. Did you not see that picture? I, I I mean, I looked through them, but, like, I just don't know what the implications of that are, particularly. Um, <laughs> do you think that's going to be a side thing, or do you think it's going to be part of the main story? Um... I don't know. It'll be... Inter- it's hard to say, because, they, I mean, for the first game, they already did, like, the Sinister Six thing. Yeah. But, the, well, okay, so here's the thought. They could, uh, make it, like, the outside threat is Craven. Like, they, like, Peter's getting taken over by the symbiote suit during, like, a Craven encounter, effectively. And then Craven's still on the loose while Peter is, uh, symbiote. Yeah. Spider-Man. Okay, so we also... I see Vulture here in this top picture. Miles is fighting a regular guy. There's Vulture clearly flying in behind him. And then I have no idea who Craven has in a chokehold right there, Undertaker style. Um, yeah, not a clue. Uh, it looks like so, really distinctive either tattoos or hair. It's tattoos. Here, it like, grab, you can look at it closer. It's It's definitely tattoos. Oh, it is definitely tattoos. Okay. Um, but, so we definitely see Vulture, we definitely see Craven the Hunter, and then... Bearded, bald man with very intricate tattoos upon his head. And then, yeah, the last image is the symbiote suit messing up what looks to be like an army truck. Yeah, it looks like a military Humvee. Maybe Silver Sable's forces are back or something? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about that. They're probably bringing all... There's probably some level of, like, oh, here's that thing from the last game. Do you think Norman's the president now? I hope so. Because he was the mayor in the last game, right? Yeah, So, but that would be the the, the next the Dark Reign yeah. uh, series, and that's good for me. <laughs> I think they just kind of pick elements that they like out of things. I don't think any of these games are following a specific story arc. Well, right, but if they're taking that heavy of a plot point out of the the Dark Reign era, it's going to be, like, influenced by that era as well, and I I like those stories, so I'm excited to see. I'm actually, that was a question I had going into this conversation, is how dark do you think this game will be? Because I never played Miles Morales, but I know the, the... the first one, like, it wasn't dark, like, the whole time, but, like, that that whole bit where, like, the, the bomb goes off at the, the city yeah. square, like... A literal suicide bomber. Yeah, and, like, lot, like, so, a bunch of people die, like, an actual legit, like, terrorist attack happens in that game. Yeah. Which... I didn't see coming. No. I was like, I did not expect the Spider-Man game to go that hard, but I appreciate that it did. Like, yeah. that's some real shit. Yeah. Um, so, I think there's, like, a lot of... They they could make this game, like, real dark. Yeah. Like, right. especially if you bring in Craven the Hunter and you have the symbiote suit, 
um, when Peter loses it inevitably and it goes to Eddie Brock, then you could have Venom just eating people's brains. Oh. You know, like they're not gonna go that dark. I uh, they might go emotionally dark, but that's as far as they the really. The Venom movie did. I yeah, but the Venom movie is not this game, and this game is I'm pretty sure a T for Teen game at most, and. Um, Gratuitous score like that is going to get you the I don't think the mature that... rating almost almost immediately. Like I think a brain is going to be fine for teen. A brain getting any interaction with it is going to be, make it mature like immediately. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I think it, if they do a venom eating brains at all, it's going to be a like he scalps someone and you can see that, and then it's going to cut away. Maybe a silhouette of it happening. Yeah, maybe something like that. Or it's going to be one of those things where, like, he has the guy and he just, his jaw opens up all wide and then as he goes in for the bite, the camera cuts away. You get, like, the Spider-Man reaction to the, the killing rather than the actual killing itself. Something like that. But I think I just think there's potential for, a, like, a really good dark story to happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be good. It'd be real good. Yeah, anyway, I'm interested to play it whenever I get a PS5, so, you know, mm-hmm. like three or four years from now. Also, but, Craven the Hunter is just a dark character in general. He's the most dangerous game manifest. Yeah. He's he, he got bored of hunting people, so he started hunting superheroes. Like pretty epic, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, yeah. Do we have any other news um, this week? I I saw that Sony is making a their own mobile game console. Oh yeah, yeah. You just showed me that, and um, totally forgot that I existed. And then it looks yeah. interesting. It, yeah. it looks kind of like a Switch. It has like an 8-inch screen on right. it. Um, so it looks like a Switch, but if you get the Switch Pro um, pad controller, so it's a, it's a Pro controller on the outside of your Switch. Mm. They make them, they sell them for like 15 bucks at Walmart. Oh, okay. Um, but that's effectively what that looks like, is one of those uh, specialized accessories for the Switch, but it's a PlayStation controller. Apparently it's got all the haptics and stuff, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got everything that the DualSense controllers have. Which is pretty cool. That um, is pretty neat. I mean, the Joy-Cons have a lot of functionality outside of being just uh, buttons, but, mm-hmm. like, I've heard very good things about that controller when it's used right in-game. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that the DualSense controller can be very well utilized to be like really good so yeah. I don't know I think it looks interesting um the only thing is that like I I know when it comes out it's gonna be some ridiculous price and yeah it's probably gonna sell out really fast well do, do you think it is or do you think it's gonna even compete with like the Steam Deck and the Switch the Steam Deck no one has Steam Deck they, they don't even sell those like at all no mm. one uses Steam Decks I should. Yeah, no, pe- the people that have them love them. Yeah. But Steam Deck's so expensive that fucking virtually no one has one. Then maybe they'll try and make this a little cheaper just by virtue of that. Like, having seen that and knowing, knowing what the Switch costs already, I bet they're probably not going to outprice the Switch. 
Mm. Well, I, I heard a rumor. I have no verification on this at all, but I heard a rumor that uh, Nintendo was talking in some sort of, like, thing recently about how uh, they mentioned for the first time in years making another, like, a next-gen console, another new console. Do you have a quote on that? I don't. I'd say I have zero verification at all on this. It's just a rumor I heard. Okay, because the last thing I heard from Nintendo about that was, uh, I think it was the Nintendo of America president was quoted as saying something, paraphrasing, something along the lines of, uh, oh, we know that the Switch is going to be good for the next few years, like... We're set to make games for this console. This is our console for now. Like, that was just kind of their stance on it. Like, they're Mm -hmm. they're good with having the Switch. They're good with where the Switch is. It seems to be working just fine. Like, Tears of the Kingdom? Fucking Mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, here's a little bit of news we have not talked about on this. I I just remembered. Fun facts. Okay. Uh, So, you know how, like... Scarlet and Violet was the buggiest Pokemon game that's ever been released, and perhaps one of the buggiest AAA releases ever on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it turns out that when Tears of the Kingdom was delayed, like, like it had a year-long delay, Yeah, it was effectively done. They took that year for polish. Oh, interesting. And it is beautiful. It runs awesome. It's a fun game to play. There's not like weird pop in there's like it's really it's a fun game to play mm-hmm. uh it, it runs really smoothly and it's a really big and intricate game like the sky islands make shadows the whole time like it, it's it's a big game there's a lot going on and it runs awesome looks fantastic there's mm-hmm. there's there's nothing wrong with any of that and so it's just really odd that when Pokemon had a game, two games, released within like six months of each other, less than a year before the release of Scarlet and Violet, they couldn't delay that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it was... That game could have been talked about for revolutionizing the way Pokemon worked as far as, like, the story mode goes. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead, it's gotten memes about glitches. Yep. And yeah. it'll never live that down. Uh-uh. You're, like, you're never going to be able to fix it, especially because it's been this long and they haven't fixed most of that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been some slight updates, but, like, when they did the DLC, like, they haven't released the DLC, but they had an update patch that was relevant to the DLC. Uh, that patch fucking erased people's files oh yeah yeah it fucked their it just yeah it got rid of their entire game yeah and it's like people who had been shiny hunting the, since it came out lost all of them like it was it is a huge deal for those people cause like that's that's just a lot of time put in whether mm-hmm. you care about Pokemon or not like that's their hobby that's what they were putting their time into and it was so many hours just gone yep and for no fault of their own Mm-hmm. From fault of the people who made the game, yeah, which sucks. That's a really shitty thing to have happen. And you like, I feel like as a company as big as them, you should just know better. I guess I agree with that entirely. 
Nothing you said in that, that whole spiel was wrong at all. Like, companies, if you're going to make a game, you need to care about the game you're making, and you need to care about your consumer and make sure that your consumer gets the product that they are promised that they're getting. Yeah. The, like, you've been making Pokemon games for, like, 30 fucking years now. Yeah, for you real. You should not <laughs> have this many issues with it. Yeah, it's... It is actually insane that that happened. But it's more insane that that happened. And Tears of the Kingdom got a year for polish. Yeah. Like, I I appreciate that time. Don't get me wrong. I would not want it any other way for Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But it feels like the other games under Nintendo's name... Like, I know it's the Pokemon company, technically, that does the Pokemon stuff now. Yeah. But, like... And Game Freak. It's always been Game Freak. It's always been Game Freak, yeah. Uh... But, like, that is that is still a Nintendo yeah. pro- property. Like, that is a Nintendo game. That is a Nintendo exclusive. You can't play those games anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it should be as important to make those good. Yeah. Especially when it came out so close to the release of Arceus. And Arceus was such a good game well-made game. Yeah, and some people had a problem with the pop-in in that one. Like, and it was pretty minimal. Yeah. And it was only if you were going fast. Yeah, it's only yeah, if you're going really fast. And, that, and even then, like, I barely noticed it happening, like... Yeah, so some people... That, that was the biggest complaint I heard about the graphics in that one. And, like... I just don't know why. <laughs> I just don't know why. Anyway, so I I thought that was an interesting bit of news that Zelda got an extra year yeah. when Pokemon's pumping them out, just kicking them out the door. Makes yeah yeah I understand that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't don't make no sense. No, it really doesn't. Um, and then I wanted to talk about the FNAF trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it looks real good. Yeah, Matthew Lillard's in it for, like, a second. A second. I'm excited to see how much screen time he gets in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had rather low expectations going into watching the the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer, and I came out of it very, very pleasantly surprised and very excited to see this movie. Yeah, I'm excited to see another trailer, a a bit of a longer one, because this is a a teaser, it's like less than a minute long. Yeah, it was, I think the whole video is like 47, 48 seconds. Yeah, so it's not a big one, but it did give a very scary vibe, like, Mm -hmm. I I was surprised by that, which feels mean to say, because it is a horror franchise, and like, the first game is plenty scary, the first few games are really scary to play, Mm -hmm. but like... It's kind of devolved into this meme state where it understands that it's a meme, even at this point. <laughs> so it's, I I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit more cheesy, and I'm really glad they went full horror with it. Yeah, well, Scott Cawthon is like a real big part of the production and everything that's happening. He's very, he's been very protective of of it being a movie and, like, what his vision is and what he wants done with it. Right. And, um, Blumhouse Productions is great at doing budget horror movies. I love Blumhouse Productions. Like, I love the films that they make, for the most part. They've made a lot of really, really good ones, some Mm -hmm. of my favorites. Sometimes I get a little bit tired of, like, the Amityville stuff. I don't, I don't like, uh... 
anything in the Conjuring era, like area. Look, um, I'm I'm gonna get this out here, and maybe this is controversial for some listeners. Ed and Lorraine Warren were shysters. They oh, were they, dupes. Yeah, they definitely were. They they were frauds, and they abused people's grief for profit. And I think they were bad people till they died. That's my opinion on them, and I Ed's don't... Ed's dead. Is Lorraine dead? I, I don't, I'm not sure that Lorraine's dead. If she's not, um, this is all my opinion. Please don't <laughs> sue me. <laughs> but I really don't think they're good people. I think they really profited off of um, people's fear and sadness and grief, and profiting off of those things is wrong, in my opinion. That's totally fair. And I, I liked the first Amityville horror movie. I, the, the very first one with just the family in the house. Yeah, and I'm sure the, Ed and Lorraine weren't even in that one. That yeah, was before any of that happens. Yeah, so the, um, yeah, that's probably fine. I just don't like anything that glorifies them because it just like this is one of those things. Just it's like the Ouija board. It was it was invented by a toy company, guys. <laughs> Shut up. I'm um, gonna do a whole episode on the Ouija board because I hate it so much. <laughs> But uh, I'm very excited. The animatronics were all made uh, by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Um, they're all practical effects. They they're look all really real good. animatronics. They all look fantastic. I, I am excited to see them in motion. I'm so excited to see how it looks because I like they. They're supposed to be built like '80s animatronics. Mm-hmm. So, like the technology we have now to build '80s animatronics is going to be really cool. And coming from Jim Henson's creature shop that's gonna be uber duper super cool yeah it's gonna be really good like fuck they built the entire pizzeria itself like they built an actual pizzeria to use as a set that's cool i'm excited for how many of the effects in this movie look to be practical effects it all looks to be a real set they're not using green screen for a whole lot they're not using cgi for a whole lot. i love that so much I also really love that speculation. Do you think we're going to see anybody get actually crushed in the suit in this film? I think that... Or one of the bites. I don't think you'll see one of the bites. No? No. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that we will... I mean, there's already some semblance of there's like the missing children's incident. This is a bit lore-heavy, so if you don't know Five Nights at Freddy's lore, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to bear with me, because I'm not going to take the time to explain everything. Yep, I was brushing over the, the bites. If you know Five Nights at Freddy's lore, you know which bites I mean. Um, so it looks to be through the trailer that we are definitely having something to do with the missing children's incident, because there's the scene where Mike... The security guard is in the forest, and there's those five kids standing around him. Oh, yeah. And then they all run away. Um, One of them's wearing a top hat. One of them is wearing bunny ears. One of them is dressed in yellow. One of them is dressed more orangey, like Foxy would be. Like So it kind of correlates a little bit to the the missing children's uh, incident, where the five kids were murdered and then stuffed into the animatronics. Right. So I think that if we get something like that with how heavy spirits and ghosts and things like that are in this franchise, that it's going to be more of... Josh Hutcherson. Sorry, that's the guy who's playing the mic. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's going to be, like, the kids showing Mike through flashbacks and through spiritual ghostly means what happened to them. 
So you might see them die and get put in the suits, but it's not going to be like seeing it happen when it happens, like, in real time. It'll be like a flashback type deal. Okay. As he pieces together the mystery. Uh, I I just, I think, I think we got to see, I think it'll probably be the climax is, like, the reveal of, like, what person is in that suit kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it's going to show, like, just the silhouette of somebody getting crushed. I'm interested to see if we get to see uh, Matthew Lillard's William Afton in his Springlock Bonnie suit. Yeah. Like, luring kids around and shit. Yeah. I think that would be really interesting. I, I'm really interested to see how exactly this movie utilizes Matthew Lillard. We literally got, like, a, a, a blip, a, a fucking 15-frame bit of his face in, in this 47-second trailer. And so we really didn't see anything other than, oh, Matthew Lillard's in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, I want to know how much screen time he's got. I want to know how they utilize him. And because, as everyone knows, Matthew Lillard's potential for being absolutely horrifying is endless. Oh, top <laughs> notch. Top notch. Like, it's it's amazing because he's got the same level of quality for being endearing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, he's one of the best actors uh, of all time. He's so good. He's one we, of my guys. And we share a birthday, him and I. So that's pretty fun. That is fun. Yeah. Hey, he's definitely one of my guys. And he was one of my guys before I knew we sh- shared a birthday. So it's just like, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> SLC Punk. Yeah, damn right. Formative. Um, God damn right. <laughs> God, that's such a good movie. So I, I brought up Josh Hutcherson's name because I didn't know it. Uh, but I have seen him in a few things. And he's a really good actor. And I was excited to see him as, like effectively the lead mm-hmm. um i'm excited to see what he does in this and his fright but also i was i'm looking through the cast on imdb and there's somebody playing young mike and mike's mom Ooh, okay so i he's gonna be somewhat central to the story or at least we're gonna get a lot of his backstory yeah which um for five nights at freddy's they won't do unnecessarily you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. With all the lore and everything that people hinge on this series. Yeah. Like, there's no way they're going to let that, like, they're not going to put anything in this movie on accident. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Mike's backstory, which is apparently going to be somewhat prevalent. Well, because Mike is a name that crops up through the series so often. Uh, FNAF 2, the security guard's name was Mike Schmidt, which... I mean, it's generally assumed who this Mike is, but it also could be an alias that Michael Afton, William Afton's son... It's Mike Schmidt. It's Mike Schmidt. So, but (laughs) does that mean that, like... And there's somebody in here Especially for delving into his backstory, like, how good would it be if there's a reveal, like, at the end of Act 2, where, like, his dad's always working, his dad's always working, and then, like... He's at home having dinner with his mom, and his dad comes home for dinner for for once or whatever, and Matthew Lillard's William Afton walks in, and everyone's like, oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Something like that would be really interesting. Um, but there's, there's a character... It confirmed so many things that people have been talking about for so many years. One, one of the top-billed cast in here is uh, Mary Stuart Masterson, who is apparently, you know, 
a good enough actress to be top billed. I don't personally know her work, but um, she's cast as female villain. Uh, yeah, and her name is uh, what's it like Veronica or something? The, the name of the the lady that was the security guard in the security... Vanessa. Vanessa, the different sp- lady. Oh, is that a different lady? Yeah, because that's a uh, Elizabeth Lale is okay. playing Vanessa, but Mary Stuart Masterson is playing female villain Mm -hmm. and then the little girl that you see in the trailer is playing a girl named abby um which everyone obviously is like that's an anagram for baby who is another (laughs) one of the animatronics in some of in a lot of the later games sister location on has a an animatronic named baby Piper rubio is playing abby there's a a theory that (laughs) she might be maybe towards the end of this movie she'll get scooped by the baby animatronic she'll find it in like the basement or something and then she'll be turned into the baby animatronic there's a lot of different things that could happen in this movie and no one's sure what any of them will actually be except for scott cawthon and blumhouse productions and all the people that actually filmed it made it they all know there's there's an older man who is playing a man named hank I mean, we got like I think we, we got a Frezzy Fazbear, we got Max, we got Chica, uh, Bonnie, somebody named Kim, but then we have an older guy named Hank. We got a Freddy security guard, uh, Jeremiah. Oh, the Jeremy's making a comeback. Jeremy's another name that comes up a lot in the FNAF Is lore. Jeremy short for Jeremiah. I kind of thought Jeremy was its own name. Jeremy can be short for Jeremiah. I've just, I just, no, it's not like I'm just saying that that's wrong. It's just not something that had ever crossed my mind before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like when you learn that Hank can be short for Henry. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who decided that? The same person that decided Dick was good for Richard, I guess. Yeah. Or like, Bob is good for William. Or Robert. Yeah. What? William or Robert can both be Bob also. Yeah, that's, yeah. What? <laughs> why? Why is that? Who decided this, and why is it so common that yeah. we just do that? Yeah. yeah. Henry, why? Why Henry is, is a good Richard name? Dick. I never. That one always bugged me. I I assume it's the R I C H, and something about that being able to be misconstrued as a D I C K. That's that was always my assumption. I thought about this for a while. R I C H. So it would be Rickard. Yeah. Well, it, no, it would be Dickard. Because yeah. the, mm-hmm. the way you write it, like, oh, okay. like you just kind of miswrite it, and it yeah. could end up looking like Dickard. Dick. Yeah. Like, somebody wrote Rich once and accidentally wrote Dick, yeah. like, kind of just out of bad handwriting. Well, and... I also, I thought of, like, the, like, a German enunciation, like, the, the C-H makes the K sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's, that's... That's one of those things that's bothered me for a long time. But that's I thought about it for a really long time, and I assume that's what happened. That's totally fair. Somebody just wrote it wrong once and was just like, "Ah, Dick." <laughs> and you know, it wasn't like a, it wouldn't have been funny at that point in time. It yeah. would have just been like, "Oh, I guess your name's Dick." Well, yeah. Well, and also, a Dick was just a private eye back then. Yeah. Well, it would have been before that. Maybe. I. I mean, I don't know how old private eyes are, but. I assume pretty old. I mean, most of them are in their mid-60s, at least on TV. <laughs> I mean, oh, what I'm saying <laughs> is I think that, like, 
Like, Sherlock Holmes is a private eye. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And he would have been, he would have been a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he was a dick. Watson, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Where's my opium? Blithering dotard. Get me my drugs. <laughs> I've fallen asleep again. I've deduced nothing. Watson, give me your notes. <laughs> Watson, my opium is no good. I require more. Of the same opium? No better opium. Uh, this opium has gone off. I guess I'll just go down and do a shady drug deal again. Yes, 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 yes. yes. If you find any clues along the way, go ahead and Clu- jot that down. Clues for what? We're not working on a case. Yes, there's a good chap. On your way now. <laughs> Fuck you, Holmes. <laughs> Comes back with opium like 15 minutes later because he's a good little boy. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good lad. As soon as he's out of his cord, just takes like 20 out of his wallet. (laughs) Not even gonna notice. (laughs) He did notice, but he can't care enough. Yeah, yeah, no, too much opium. Yeah, too much (laughs) opium. Um, I like to think that Watson doesn't even hide it. He just like. Holmes is just like on the couch, too high on opium. He's just like laying there, just looking up at Watson. And Watson just like pulls the wallet out of Holmes's pocket, just like standing over him, just shuffles through it, pulls out a twenty, throws the wallet back down on his chest. Like, <laughs> he just deuces. I'm gonna go get dinner. And like walks out the door like dinner deuces. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um. Okay. So. uh... I I um I I um I I um I I um you you um what? What's the opposite of um? I don't know. I said you you, and then my brain said hawker show. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I been playing mostly Tears of the Kingdom when I've been playing games this last little bit, but as expected, but but. Uh, I got my son a Sonic game because he's been into Sonic lately and played the games that we have. Yarp. So I got him Sonic Mania, or actually it was my partner's idea. I don't want to take credit when I don't deserve it. It was my partner's idea to grab it because it was on sale for like 20 bucks. Yarp. So uh, we picked that up and, you know, he he likes it and uh, having fun with it. And I wanted to try it because I like Sonic. I've been playing Sonic since I was, well, his age. Yeah. <laughs> so... I threw it in, and it's it's a really cool throwback kind of game. Uh, if you played the old school Sonic games on Sega or PC, because they were also on PC, mm-hmm. uh, of the, which I did not. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame. They're really fun. I disagree. I hate them. Yeah. I think they just are not fun at all. Actually, eh. don't understand. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the the way they're set up is exactly that old school way. Like, you start off at, like, Green Hill Zone, level one, mm-hmm. and uh, you make your way through, and there's, like, a little mini-boss at the end, which is a little bit different, because usually you just get a little flag at the end. Okay. At the first couple of levels, and then you do a mini-boss after the third one. That's kind of the old formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, there's a little mini-boss, and then it just takes you right onto the next level. Uh, and the 
second boss is like a bigger boss, and then it takes you to the next zone instead of there being three levels. Mm-hmm. So it's a like structurally, it's a little bit different, and the levels are certainly more complex. But it looks, feels, and plays exactly like those old games. Okay, so it's it's just a really cool way to do that, I guess. A little nice little nostalgia throwback type deal. Yeah, and you've got the option to play as uh, Sonic, Sonic and Tails, uh, or Knuckles. Okay. Which are classic options, because there was the Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and then Sonic the Hedgehog, or Sonic and Knuckles, which were all separate games, and I think the second or the third one you were able to play with and as Tails. Okay. Um, so that was just like, it's a nice classic throwback to those original games those first few games all had these characters you could play as but in this one you can just cycle through and pick which one you want to start your game as Mm -hmm. which is cool yeah and uh that being the case like there are certain parts of the levels that are better for different people Mm -hmm. like are built to be there for like like knuckles glides and can climb on walls which both sonic and tails can't do but uh, Tails can fly for a bit, which, you know, kind of glide, but he can fly mm-hmm. for a little bit. Uh, which Sonic and Knuckles can't do, because Knuckles glides down, like, immediately. Uh, Tails can fly a little bit. Like, fly, fly. Yeah. yeah. He's got a helicopter tail. With two <laughs> tails. Um, anyway. They... <laughs> Distracted thinking about how Tails' tails work. <laughs> they don't. They shouldn't work like that. <laughs> uh, it, it's cool to have that throwback, and the gameplay is fun, and it's challenging enough without being infuriating. Okay. Which is nice. Like, if I just sat down and played it for a while, I could probably get through it in a couple hours. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's built like an old school game. It probably doesn't have a huge length. Perhaps girth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a girthy game. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but it it is a lot of fun, and it's fun to go into that old school style. As somebody who did play all of those games, I had a uh, PC pack of all of those games and Sonic Racing, which is one where they ran. Now there's the Sonic Kart Racer, and I don't understand why they need carts. <laughs> We are ready fast. Yeah. We go fast. They all go fast in their own way. But, I mean, Tails could have something mechanical. That's a cart. I think Knuckles is pretty fast. Not as fast as Sonic, obviously, but, you know, you even it out for the game. It's just weird to have Sonic in anything that's not his feet. Mm hmm. To go fast in. That's fair. Because he's running around at the speed of sound. Places to go, got to follow my rainbow. Really had to resist the urge to throw this water bottle at you. <laughs> Not the full one, the empty one. But still. I know that song because I also played Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Adventure, and Shadow the Hedgehog. I played Shadow. Yeah. Which I is... got to shoot people, that was cool. Yeah, it was it was a fine game. Sonic Adventure was honestly a really, really good 3D game. Shadow. It was on the Dreamcast originally, which was so much fun. The Dreamcast was an underrated system, and I wish I had gotten more popular because I think Sega would still be making consoles today if it had. That's fair. It was a really 
polished game like console. It was like PS2 level graphics, I swear. Shadow like rollerblading around on his feet always weirded me out. Oh yeah, that's fair. He, like but... he's fast, but he doesn't run. He just like rollerblades, but he doesn't have wheels. It's just his feet. He just like slides. Yeah. How I... do you do that, Shadow? There's lore reasons for that, but the Sonic lore is really, really fucked up. <laughs> like, not just because of, like, the the main series writers, but there's there's a whole thing about a guy who was writing for them for a long time and then, like, claimed all of his characters, but it also made the lore really fucked up in, like, a different way. And so the the Sonic lore is muddled in both, like, Sonic lore-wise and real-life-wise, <laughs> it's really hard to distinguish what is what because of that weird creator guy. Okay, then. Um, Sonic's fucked up. We should talk about that sometime. Yeah, Sonic lore. You'll have to fill me in because I'm never going to play the damn games. Uh, yeah, you're not even going to understand most of the lore from playing the games. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic likes chili dogs, Derek. Yeah, I know that. Actually, I think I do know that bit of lore. Didn't he, like, grow up in a dumpster or something outside of a fast food place, and so he ate, like, chili dogs and burgers and stuff? I don't remember why he likes chili dogs. It's just, it's always been a thing in every incarnation of Sonic. He likes chili dogs. I, I think it's just because he's cool. I I feel like I heard recently that that is the canon reason for that. Uh, they, I'm sure they canonized it at some point in time, but I think in the 90s when they did it, it was just because he was a cool guy in the 90s, and chili dogs were cool. Chili dogs are cool. I love chili dogs. They're, yeah. they're One of me and my son's favorite dinners to have is chili dogs. They're the sunglasses of food. They're so good. They make you look awesome. Like, who doesn't love a chili dog? Like Even me, the man who cannot eat soggy bread, will eat chili dogs. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's chili dogs, there's something different about it. I do toast my buns now that I'm an adult. That's fair. Uh, I, I don't. I just eat my chili dogs really fast. Yeah, that, and that was always my solution as a kid. But like, Also, as... syrup on waffles. If you eat it fast enough, you're not going to get super soggy, but you have to have the syrup on waffles. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat pancakes because they get soggy too fast. Yeah, I, pancakes are a weird one for me. I had to, like, I was kind of forced to just get past it as a kid. It was just like, eat your pancakes. I don't like pancakes. Like, I would rather have waffles. I actively don't like pancakes. I like the crispiness of waffles. They serve pancakes in hell. Mm. So it says Waffle Bot. Okay, well, I mean, a lot of people are going to be pretty stoked about that. A lot of people like them flapjacks. Gross people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like pancakes, man. I'm fine with pancakes. Like they're they're not like an off thing for me now, especially with like chocolate chips or some shit in there. Mm. Fuck yeah. I think I could do pancakes. I think I would. It, mine would be more like crepes, because I want to fill them with like. I would do like a taco type deal. You like you take the pancake and you fold it up, and then you put some like eggs and some bacon and some cheese and stuff in there, and you eat it like that. So it's it's just a breakfast taco with a weird shell. Yeah, with a pancake shell, but and no syrup. Okay, if you're eating it like a taco, you could definitely just throw syrup in in the mix of stuff. I don't eat syrup on my eggs and my meat. It's gross. That's sacrilege. <laughs> okay, well we disagree. Uh, really hard on that. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't like bacon. I didn't like bacon by itself. Like, no matter how it was cooked, I just thought it was a bad taste. 
and uh, my mom showed me that you could dip it in syrup. I've liked bacon ever since. If I have things like waffles and eggs and bacon and toast and stuff, the waffles are on one plate, and my eggs and bacon and everything else is on another plate. Uh, they, they, no. the, the syrup cannot touch the other breakfast foods. I will not eat it. That's an insane thing to me. Like, if if there's, like, okay, if there's no syrup called for in the meal at all, like, there's no pancakes, there's no waffles, there's no, I don't mm-hmm. know, crepes. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing that requires syrup. I won't get it out to put it on my breakfast. But if I'm having a breakfast that has a syrup requirement mm-hmm. anywhere... Uh, it's going all over my breakfast. It's going on my eggs. It's going on my sausage. It's going on my bacon if I got it. I can't. It's so gross. I love it. I... So would you be interested then, like, say you were at, like, a restaurant getting, like, a breakfast burrito for the morning or something, right? Right. And there is an option on the menu that's a normal breakfast burrito, tortilla, eggs, bacon or sausage, your choice, whatever, all the accoutrement for a breakfast burrito. Right. And... As, like, the sauce for the burrito, they drizzle a little bit of syrup in there? Yeah. You would get that? Yeah. That sounds absolutely I've, I've made that burrito me. at home. That sounds so gross. I've made it. It's really good. I really recommend anybody who it doesn't sound gross to to try that. Because <laughs> if you haven't, it's it's really good. You just throw syrup in the middle of it, and it, everything's tasty. Did it with cheese, too? No. No? Yeah, see, I feel like yeah, cheese and maple syrup definitely don't mix. They're, they're not the best. But that's, I know that from experience. That's my replacement. Like, instead of maple syrup, I melt cheese into mine. Because I like the cheese. Uh, I don't not like cheese. I just really like sweet stuff. And then stuff. usually some hot sauce. Like some Tabasco. Give it a little bit of vinegar. Yeah. That's where it's at. Mm. Don't like Tabasco. Don't like hot sauce. Don't like spicy. See? No. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I see. I, hmm. <laughs> it would be interesting to pick each other's meals for like a week. Yeah, yeah. I think we would each end up eating things that we like hate at some point. Yeah. You nothing. You wouldn't like anything you got. I mean, you wouldn't not like it. You just wouldn't be stoked about it. It'd be all so basic bitch food. <laughs> be like. Wh- can I jazz it up at all? No. Fuck. There's a reason Kirsten keeps a thing of garlic salt on the table. Literally never even eaten a hamburger helper before in my life. What? <laughs> oh, we're going to change that. You know how many meals of your week are going to be a hamburger helper? I've never eaten a hamburger helper. That's ridiculous. Some of them are really good. They got I a Philly cheesesteak make... one. They got a, they got a crunchy enchilada one. Just make it. I don't know how. It's noodles and meat and seasonings. It's not difficult. Yeah. I don't need it in a box. I could just make it. No, I need it in a box. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't care enough about food, Derek. It's not, it's not that hard, Keenan. <laughs> you know how time-consuming it is just to make a hamburger helper? It takes like 20 minutes. Oh my god. I know. And that's a long time for me. That's like way... You know how long it would take to make it like from scratch? 
like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, it's like, I was going to say like 30, 35 minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's that's 10 to 20 minutes longer than what I want to spend on my hamburger helper. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook anything ever. I do it because my my family needs food and my partner likes food. So I I know how to cook. I was also a prep cook for like six years and worked on the line a bit at various restaurants. And I like so I know how technically for the most part how to cook. Like I I do. I just don't care about food. It's an inconvenience to me. So having to take that much time to make it is annoying. My my motto is like if I'm by myself, if it takes longer to make than it does to eat, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> Everything takes longer to make than it does to eat. Nope. Just about hot dogs. You gotta boil them. Not with a microwave. You don't. Who cooks hot dogs in a microwave? You I, boil them or you grill them. You throw them in a microwave for like thirty seconds. Oh my god! Yeah. It takes you longer than thirty seconds to eat a hot dog. No, but that's the <laughs> fastest way to do it. And I can cook like three or four that way. And it does take me longer than thirty seconds to eat three or four if I'm taking my time. It, well. Hot dogs are one of those things. I can eat a lot. Like, if they're not chili dogs, if I'm just having hot dogs, throw a little bit of ketchup and relish on there. Like, I can eat a lot of hot dogs. It surprises even me sometimes, the amount of hot dogs that I can eat. Oh, yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. But that's what I'm saying, is I, I can I can make three or four in, in the microwave in, like, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, depending. And then I have four hot dogs ready to go. And if I feel like I want more by the last hot dog, I can put in more. And by the time I'm finished eating that hot dog, they'll be more ready. <laughs> and then I also don't overcook. And I don't have to reboil anything or nothing. You mean reboil? Just eat cold hot dogs. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with eating cold food. <laughs> At all. I've eaten so much cold food at this point in my life, like, out of pure necessity, that at this point, like, when I get leftovers from my mom, like, if I take leftovers to work with me or whatever, I don't even microwave them. I just pull them out the fridge and eat them cold. It doesn't matter what it is. That's I disgusting. eat it cold. You're That's, a monster. I'm so used to eating cold food at this point that it does not even phase me at all. It's disgusting. The only difference is if something's frozen, then I need it thawed out. You should be ashamed. There's nothing wrong with cold food. Cold food is fine. Some things are better warm, but cold food is fine. <sighs> Gross. Anyway, I think that food talk takes up our hypothetical time. Uh, Fair. Tell us where they can uh, where they can find us. Tell tell them where they can find us. Tell us where we can find them, Derek. I'm gonna tell us where we can find us, Keenan. What? Right here. Oh, right here. 
every time we do this. That's where we can find us. In our hearts. That's where you can find <laughs> True Neutral. <laughs> now, you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can send us an email at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you don't want to send an email, if that takes too long for you, you don't want to have to do the subject line and then the body of the thing and the whole spiel and all the stuff, then you can just go on to Twitter, at True Neutral Pod on the Twitter. I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Uh, True Neutral Studios on both the YouTube and the Instagram, and True Neutral Podcast on the Facebook. What? As well as the good old band, Disappointing at Best, on both the YouTube and the Facebook as well. And the band, Disappointing at Best, we got a couple of shows coming up here soon. Whoa, um, so if you're right. in the LCV, uh, hanging out here in the Valley, then on June... Or Moscow Pullman. Or Moscow Pullman area, or, you know, whatever. Come on down to uh, Lewiston on June 10th. Uh, we'll be playing a show at the Crawl Space in the Cellar. Uh, with Tone Sober and Incoming Days. That's going to be a very, very good time. And then we also have a show coming up a few days after that on Wednesday, June 14th, over at Hogan's in Clarkston. So Yeah. No word yet on who we're playing with there, um, or if we are even playing with someone there. We might just be dealing with us up there for like three or four hours or however long we play. Look, we don't actually have that many songs. Don't promise that. Just play the same set twice. People rotate. That's so weird. I don't know if I could do that. That would make me uncomfortable. Wait, at the very least, we can play for two hours. I know we have enough for two hours. Yeah. Well, yeah, combined with banter. Well, obviously. <laughs> I feel like that's a given. Uh. Anyway. Bye-bye! Bye. <laughs>